Hi friends, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. This is episode number 139. Konnichiwa, Ohio, wherever you are in the world. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in today. Yokoso. I am Candace Kumai. I am so sorry. Last week we had a date at the Japan America Society of Houston um, where I received an award um, for leadership, which is fabulous. And I did not know that I was going to receive that award, but the director, the executive director of Josh in Houston, Patsy Brown, such an amazing human being. She is Korean and Texan (laughs) and we just love her and she totally gets it. So a big hats off to Josh in Houston, along with Patsy Brown, your incredible executive director, um, and Josh Duran, the president, along with everyone that we met. Texas and Japan actually have a beautiful relationship. It does date back to World War II, sadly, but also profoundly beautiful, where soldiers that were in the Japanese incarceration camps were serving in war and many of them ended up saving a bunch of Texans um, during World War II. There are companies that range from Toyota, Mitsubishi, Anna Airlines, and many in energy. Um, My counterpart that received his award last week as well, Mr. Bob Harper, works in energy in Houston as well. And my hat's off to all of you incredible individuals. My hand's on my heart. Thank you. I'm grateful for the experience. And we will probably post my speech. I'm a little bit embarrassed to post it. Um, You know, it seems like a lot of public figures are so holier than thou. And we're just out there with confidence and radiating it. But I do get a a really shy streak and I don't know if you guys get this too, but I get a lot of anxiety on social media. If my post doesn't do well enough or if my friends have more followers than me or, you know, I fall um, prey to anxiety and depression linked to social media as well. And sometimes I post and I get terrible, like, jarring, debilitating anxiety through the week. And I think it just stems from like not feeling good enough and not feeling like I am where I want to be. So in receiving this award, I felt very much like something had shifted, like a whole Japan society in the U.S. saw my work and they decided to give me an award on it which I thought was so profound because I had never in my life experienced anything quite like that um so thank you again to Patsy Brown and I believe that the award um that I received was the Thomas J uh Schaefer award who was originally a diplomat between the U.S. and Japan during the Bush administration, not the second Bush, but the first George. (laughs) And uh, thank you guys. The South, Texas, the heart of the the, uh, country, you guys are really, 
fucking cool. And I did not expect that things would pop off the way that they did. So thank you. Um, again, the other honorees that I want to mention, Bob Harvey, recipient of the Houston Japan Friendship Award works at Greater Houston Partnership. I received the J. Thomas Schaefer Leadership Award. And then there are two chefs that cooked an incredible meal that you should know about. They are located in Houston, Chef Hugo Ortega and Chef Manabu Horiuchi. Thank you guys. Gambate. Amazing job. Amazing work. And what an evening to remember. I will post more than likely the speech, but I want to make you guys aware of how it does seem like a lot of people on social media have it made and we're awesome. And there are so many of us out there now that have these big platforms, but it doesn't mean that we're not afraid or scared or that we also have worries and insecurities and we're not as confident as you think because the world asks so much of us. Um, it is true what I said in my broadcast channel on Instagram, which I really recommend that you follow, especially if you're going through depression or anxiety yourself. But what I said was I had felt like nobody had noticed my work for about 20 years. And I wonder if you feel the same. That sometimes you feel invisible and that your work goes unrecognized and that people pay attention to those who have bad behavior, who show off their body, who do really maybe not so classy things. And they sort of have this like really quick hit, like, you know, like doing a line of coke, like it's so cool in the moment and fun and socializing and being fabulous, but you just end up feeling like shit the next day. So a lot of times I try to control what I'm putting out there by being a better person, by buttoning up, by understanding that I'm turning into an elder, that I have young girls and guys and all of you who do look up to me. So thank you to each of you for listening and understanding this that one individual that looks so powerful and amazing and that somebody you really look up to can also feel unseen and unheard in a playing field full of loud mouth, needing attention seeking people where times have really desperately changed. And your vote comes with the podcast that you listen to, the people you follow on Instagram, and the types of shows that you long for out in the industry. So let's make it very clear that your vote goes by who you follow and where you put your energy. I highly recommend if you ha are in a position of power or in a place where you're able to hire others like Patsy Brown did. Don't be fooled by that name. <laughs> she might be a Texan, but she's also half Korean. And as you all know, the Koreans and the Japanese have a tumultuous past relationship from the time of war. And they also have not fully worked on that relationship. But here in the U.S., I'm so grateful to say that many of my best friends are actually Korean or girls that I've grown up with or my current friends now. And we see nothing different other than the fact that we're two islands, neighboring islands right next to each other. But it doesn't mean it was always good. 
in the past, many countries have had tumultuous relationships. And what happens with diplomacy, which is a word that I really recommend that each of you look up, is that you help to build friendships between countries. And being a diplomat means that you have one of the hardest jobs in the world. I do like to correlate most of what we talk about on Wabi Sabi with wellness or beauty or heritage or culture or tradition. And I think in this instance, by receiving this award as a leader, quote unquote, who is sometimes timid and shy and raw and humble and real and vulnerable with all of you, I don't want you to think for one second that I am just not, I am absolutely like you. I am not confident all the time. When you see me on the Today Show, I studied those lines for a month. <laughs> and when you see me receiving this award, there is a part of me that is asking the spirits and God and Buddha, whoever works through me whenever I'm speaking, to be with me and to just let it flow. And I leave you with this too in today's podcast. My partner has a beautiful aunt named Dady Donnelly, and she leaves me messages sometimes, not by phone or by Instagram or DM or text, but by written letter. And one of her most recent letters to me, she left me with something so beautiful. She said, and she was one of Alice Waters' first investors at Chepany, if you would like to know about one of the best leaders in wellness, I would say Alice Waters is one of them. She said that, Candace, it must be so painful and so tough to feel the need and want to be creative in so many arenas. And also, many of you will understand this too, to be so good at so many things and to have so many talents. If you looked in my bag of tricks, I couldn't tell you which one I'm better at. Cooking, production, writing, producing, directing, storytelling. I don't know. You pick one. I would probably ask you guys to vote in a poll to be like, what do you want to see me do? Because I virtually am paralyzed by this incessant freedom that we all have. There is no ceiling or no floor to how big and bad and bold we can be, which is what makes oh, this time when you are free and alive so incredibly beautiful. And you should be so grateful that you are in a position where you can choose to do what you want to do with your life while so many are suffering on the other side of the world. And while I send all of my love and prayers and even donations over to the other side of the world, as they so need our help right now, she also had mentioned something about how she could relate. And she used to have also too, just like me, a stubborn death grip on what she wanted with an idea that she had of what her life should be. And she held on to that with a death grip for so long. And as she is in her 80s now and I'm in my 40s, I often listen to my elders that are 50, 60, 70, 80, and 90 years old in those brackets because I know that they have far, far more wisdom than I do or any of my peers. So what she left me with was, once I started to let go of all these things I thought I should be and be doing and pursuing and following through with and not having so much disappointment in myself for not being where I want to be, 
once you let go of those things, you may find exactly what you're looking for. I so many times wake up and I ask God to tell me to guide me and what my word of the day is. And my word of the day today was creativity. You are creative. What do you want to do with that creativity? And so I started simply with this. I started to say, here are the things I do want with my big, one, fresh, bold life. I want peace. I want freedom. I want the ability to not check email if I don't feel like it for weeks and weeks at a time. (laughs) So silly, right? I want to be with family and friends. I want a family of my own one day. I want a house with space. I don't have counter space in my bathroom at all. And that's actually a true story. I moved to a very small place in Greenpoint to save money. Because as anybody knows, a good business person, woman, man, or as Jay-Z calls himself, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business man. (laughs) As any good business person or business owner knows, saving money is a serious commodity in business, not spending. So sometimes you have to look at who you're following and how they're portraying their life. Because as far as I know, most of the real investors out there, they live frugally and modestly so that they can save every, every penny. And while it sounds so stupid to value something like space, I, I long for that one day. And so with Davey's advice, I thought to myself, like, I will have to rewrite my own script I will have to reach back out to my friends and colleagues and make new ones on new endeavors for the future. But I ask you this, when you ask yourself every morning when you wake up what you can do with your one big and precious life, first, I want you to be really grateful. And I want you to feel the gratitude of being healthy, having two eyes and two ears, having two hands, having a big heart, having two legs, clean water, a roof over your head, and food to eat. I want you to feel safe because you are so grateful that you live in a country where you have safety right now at this time. It is the smallest things that we take for granted every day, but we are praying for you on the other side of the world as I say all of this. I want you to feel what your word of the day is. Try to think of a word every morning and just marinate on it for like 10 minutes if you can and give yourself time to think about that word and also think about what Aunt Dady was saying you have a death grip on this idea of what you should have been what you should have accomplished I am sometimes ashamed of myself for not having my cooking show at 41 it's probably the saddest thing I've uttered to myself in a long time but it is true There was some sort of odd redemption when I was handed the award by a superior that worked at Mitsubishi, which, by the way, is a phenomenal company that helped to employ thousands of people during World War II in Japan and also helped to protect many people. As I was handed the award, I had to think to myself the flashback of the 20 years 
since Top Chef. And as things shift and change and as Top Chef sort of evolves, I have to think about that little girl that was on that show and that I am not her anymore. And I now have the consul of Japan and the consulate general's office in many departments in the U.S. They are saying thank you for the work that I have done for 20 years. And being a diplomat of culture is not an easy feat, but it it is what I have to let go of is like this idea of this cooking show and this TV host. And I have to actually look at the job that I've been handed as a cultural diplomat. And so I need all of you to think about this dynamic right now in your life. So there's a job that you want and it's a fancy fucking title and you think it's great and you want it so badly and deeply or you want to be married with children or you want a house or you want to be a fucking boss or have your own company or say fuck you to your boss and move on. You're stuck and you just fucking hate where you're at. But I want you to look at the 10 to 20 years of work that you've done on yourself and work to where you are. And you have to say, what was I handed in these 20 years that people recognized me for? Are you kind? Are you loving? Are you graceful? Are you generous? Are you recognized by your peers? Even if it's the smallest little award. My father received perfect attendance awards because he missed one day of work in 30 years. I'm not exaggerating either. He missed one day of work. One sick day. In 30 years at Edison. There are things that you are capable of that you will never know until you give them a try. So if you need this wake up call today, listen to Aunt Dady's advice in saying, I let go of these things I thought I needed to be and do and was and societal norms that just sucked. And once I let go and surrendered to that, my life began and it got a little bit easier. I also want you to think about the word of the day and what you want to do with your life. I also want you to think about Patsy Brown, a person that might be watching you from afar and you don't know them yet, but they are about to let you know how much they recognize you and see you and believe in you. It usually takes another woman to see another woman. And women aren't as bad as we think. Because Patsy and Dady and all of my friends that have come through over the past few years will help me to remember that it's not the bad shit that we need to focus on. We don't need to talk about jealous women or conniving people. We're just idiots out there writing stupid comments or people that write really nasty reviews. These are people that are living in their own misery and the reviews are a clear reflection of their own lives. You will never see somebody above you in life writing shit or talking shit about you below you or below them, if that makes sense. I know it does. (laughs) But I think there are people that are watching right now and it could even be an angel, your former, you know, work colleagues, a former partner, a former pet even from heaven maybe you don't want to let these people down and there's also this sense of deep gratitude that we need to possess nowadays while war is always going to be a part of our story in this world unfortunately 
We need to use that war narrative to help to tell better stories, to help others. Because while receiving this leadership award, I did realize easily that kindness and love are what changed the world. It is kindness and love to very simple practices that have helped Japan, the U.S., mending their relationship. Kindness and love over the years and understanding is also what has helped the Koreans and the Japanese to mend their tumultuous relationship. You choose in your heart what you want to harbor. Do you want to harbor kindness and love or do you want to harbor hatred? You choose in your life who you want around you and the type of people that you want to be around. You can have your own belief system. You can have a religion or a God or a Buddha or an Allah that you pray to or a book that you like to read from. But you don't always have to put those ideas onto other people. You can simply just understand, surrender, and let go. And with kindness and love, listen to your elders. I promise you, nobody who's done more years on this planet, more than you, will have... They, they won't have... Well, okay, I'll restate this. <laughs> Choose your mentors wisely. And if they are 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years old, how lucky are you to have them in your life? Let's place more value on our elders and superiors than on our youth. The youth is there. They're always going to be there. And I support them wholeheartedly. But there is something about elders that is just spectacular. And the way that their experience in life is so humble and so graceful and so useful for the next generations. There is one simple practice that you can do, and that is to listen. Listening is a wonderful practice that can help heal the world in so many ways. And also you listening to your word of the day, listening to yourself and reworking your expectations of yourself and letting up a little bit. Surrendering to what the world wants of you. I did not even fucking know what cultural diplomacy was 10 years ago. And here I was climbing this corporate ladder thinking that I needed to be cooking on a TV show in order to make a difference. Who knew that I could share Shiseido with the J-Beauty show write a documentary with NHK World, write seven books on my own and photograph, shoot, do the layouts, promoting media, social for all of them. And also continue to report on the Today Show and beyond. These are things that only in my wildest dreams could I imagine I could do. But I will tell you, just like I told you before, I studied them deeply I was still insecure and unconfident in so many ways and vulnerable along with all of you through the years. I learned so much from that little girl on Top Chef at 22 that how brave I was 20 years ago on that show. I watch myself in awe, which by the way, I do not watch myself, but you know what I mean. I'm not going to fucking watch myself. I cringe over it. Sometimes I like don't watch the videos that I'm on. Because I'm, I'm like Adam Driver, I think it is. I just, I can't, I don't like watching myself, to be honest. I can tell when I do a good job when I walk off set or I, you know, click the record button off on this pod. 
just by the feeling that I get, like, did I give my bravado and grace and all to the world? Sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's not. So I will let up on myself a little bit and let go. But today's pod, I really want you to focus on yourself and how you can rework the trajectory of your life by simply surrendering and letting go, learning from the past and listening and saying to yourself, I did a good job over the last 20 years. Is my job, am I like out of line with my career? Are things not aligning the way that I wanted them to? And is it because there's a different trajectory in my life that I'm supposed to be going after? I'll also leave you with one thing that really, really touched my heart this week in Houston. After my speech, I met plenty of business people that were so wonderful from Houston all over. And I was so happy to connect and collaborate. What made me even happier was that everyone from every color, age, creed, walk of life, race, you name it, came over to say hi and thank you shake my hand, give me a hug, take a picture with me, do a shot of sake, whatever it was, I was there to do it and do it well and proudly. I stayed till the very end of the night. It was probably the last person to leave the room, which you never want to be, but in this case, it made sense. So I want to say this to the girls that came up to me. One was Thai and Polish. Another one was Latino and um, Asian and another one was like Pakistani and Japanese and the list goes on, right? I want you ladies to all know if you are mixed and what I said in my speech was no American doll, no Barbie ever looked like me growing up. Not even close, not even a chance. And still, in fact, in this day and age, we do not talk very much about those of us who are mixed, who come from multiple different backgrounds. And while it's changing, and we've done a good job of addressing these types of families and mixed race and mixed religion families, which are very common in the U.S., particularly millions of families live under one roof and don't all believe in the same systems. I saw tears in some of these ladies' eyes because they had never seen somebody like me openly talk about what it was like to be bullied and teased and tortured simply by your name who you pray to, or the way you look. And you know what? I have lots of secrets that I keep in my heart that have to do with the trajectory of pain from being bullied and teased as a kid simply for the way that I looked and my name and maybe who I prayed to. One of them told me that she was ashamed to take her lunches to school because they were made by a Pakistani, a Japanese, or a Thai mother. And another one told me, thank you for bringing this up. I've never heard anybody speak of it. And when I was a kid, I got bullied for this too. I'll also note that it does sting. It's like throwing salt in a wound when you discredit somebody for having their story that they are sharing. There are some nasty women that wrote on a a show that I, it wasn't even a show. It was like a YouTube thing that I was thought was going to be great and wanted to meet with a new audience and it turns out that this audience just threw salt all over other people's wounds. I don't particularly want to focus on the people that don't understand your story and will probably never be able to relate to you but I do ask you this when somebody is speaking of their truth and only honoring their truth and how they felt in that moment 
it is important not to discredit them, slander them, or change the way that you perceive their story just by choice, or maybe you want to do so for clickbait, or you want to make yourself look better, or you have a strategy behind what you're planning on doing when you share other stories. I think as a journalist, it's important to always elevate and to only support and uplift others, especially women that are openly sharing their stories with you. So as we move forward together on this pod today, I ask you to look deep inside when you are relating to others, to think about how you can be a better diplomat in your own world, how you can understand and hear and listen others, how you can have a better mindset, a clear mindset on where you want to go with the trajectory of your life when you learn to let go, when you surrender, and when you start thinking of your word of the day and what you want to focus on. Maybe your ideas are stale and old and you're stagnant because you keep doing the same thing, expecting things to change but not taking action. So I'm here for it. I'm here for you. I'm here to listen, to share, and to do this with you along the way. This leadership award I do not take small. It's going to be on my shelf as a reminder for me to be a better person every day and from this day forward to be a better diplomat between the U.S. and Japan and all over the world for that matter, because I am American. And that means that I'm a global citizen that needs to share my story so that you know that you are not alone because you are not my friend. So pick up the pieces, work on your own kintsugi, repair, and say to yourself, how can I be better this time around? How can I be a better individual? How can I learn and grow from my past? How can I see that girl on Top Chef 20 years ago and laugh my ass off and how stupid and dumb and naive she was, but also endearing and cute and brave and bold and fucking amazing? Because if she didn't go on that show and wasn't brave enough to, it probably wouldn't be where I am today. I'm talking about myself, you guys, so you know. Um, Anyways, I love all of you. Thank you so much for your support and the five-star reviews. Please just write a quick one. There are thousands of you who listen to this pod every week, but we only have 700-something reviews, so that leaves lots of you out. I can see you. And to those of you when I'm profane, I apologize. It's sort of part of the drill on Wabi Sabi. It's all perfectly imperfect. But I do sincerely apologize if it offends anybody, and I will try to work on it just like I will with this award and being a better individual for all of you to listen to every week. I apologize if I am not here every week because the schedule is finally picking up, which I'm thrilled and grateful for. And I lastly want to leave you with a prayer for all of you, my hands on my heart. May God and Buddha, the angels, whoever you believe in, ancestors, spirits, and those above, may they guide you on this trajectory in your life in this chapter And may they lead you into the right path forward so that you have an idea of how you can learn from your past ancestors, from history, and what it tells you. How you can sometimes see clearer when you hear other people that have also made a shift in their life. I will no longer focus on the things that don't work for me and that don't belong to me. And I will focus on surrendering and letting go and making clarity with my life and figuring out what I want. 
I won't focus on the naysayers or the people throwing salt in my wounds or those who just simply don't understand my story. It is not for them to understand. Life is a mystery, and therefore we must keep moving forward, but trying to figure out the pieces as we move along and know that nobody has a crystal ball, as far as I know, maybe Miss Cleo, and nobody will be able to tell you what to do with your life. Advice is cool, but it's not always worth taking. It is, though, cool to listen to the stories of elders and to resonate with them and know that thousands upon millions of people came before you who suffered tremendously through war and hardship and famine. And if they can get through it, my goodness, you can too. They will come before you and they will come after you. And there is comfort in knowing that we will learn and grow on this planet and earth together. And let's not wait 40 years to give people awards anymore. Let's start giving awards, recognition, programming, shows, books, media, advice, gratitude, thanks to those who deserve it now. Because there are so many millennials out there that have been doing great work who have not been recognized yet. And maybe other generations too. Well, certainly other generations. And as this prayer is very long and going down different tangents, I am sorry for being crazy creative, but I am sort of the way that I am. So thank you for listening. And I hope that you all have a beautiful day in Jesus and Buddha and the angels' names and whoever is watching over us. Amen. And may you guys all have a beautiful and wonderful work week. Sorry for the random prayer in there, but truly praying for peace amongst those who have been fighting for so long. May the angst and the anguish and those we have lost, may they rest in peace and find love and kindness in their hearts wishing you all the best this week and again thank you to patsy brown for the recognition you have no idea there is part of me that just wants to say to you you have saved a part of my life in my heart that i will never forget have a beautiful week all and take good care bye bye